Welcome to Veggie's Banger Reviews. I'm Veggie. And I'm Mrs. Veggie. Today we're talking about Demon Slayer, episode 26, the season finale. Muzan Kibutuji summons the lower ranks of demons and gives the sole survivor a task. Tanjiro's crow appears with his new mission. Which, just before we go into the episode, the little introduction of the episode or the synopsis or whatever you want to call this, it's kind of interesting that they put so much information in that, as in Muzan summons the lower ranks of the demons, so he summons the lower half of the 12 Kizuki, but there's only one sole survivor. That's like a lot of information to give you about this. Like it, I feel like It's very spoiler heavy. Yeah, I mean, it's like, bam. Um, but this also answers one of my questions right away because the, they summon, we're presented with this weird, like Dr. Strange vibe house building kind of thing where floors are walls and walls are floors and ceilings are floors and staircases go left Inception. to right, up and down, all this kind of stuff. Um, but it, it answers one of my major questions that I've always had was one, how many, 12, how many? 12 of the Kizuki were left. So there Fizzly was 12 Kizuki. Uh, Rui was one of the 12. And now there's only 11. So they don't, even though there was a death in the 12 Kizuki, they still refer to him as the 12 Kizuki. They don't change it to the 11. It also confirms that he replaces them. Yeah. Well, that was the next thing. I was wondering how fast that changes. Uh, And he pretty much, Muzan gives the whole speech why he's killing off the 12 Kizuki or the lower six of the 12 keys of key pretty much uh, that the top six are pretty much have been the same six forever because they're just physically doing their job going out and getting stronger where the bottom half is pretty much not doing anything. So he comes to the conclusion, like you guys aren't doing anything. I'm just going to destroy the bottom half of the 12 keys of key. Before we get too far, Muzan was not the Muzan that we have seen. Yeah. Mu- Muzan, Muzan was, was a lady. in drag. Dude look like a lady. And I lived for it. I was here for it. He changed his appearance, which makes sense that he's able to do that. Um, and he's talking to them. We're definitely getting flashbacks to the Demon Slayer core leader talking to his elites, you know, talking through things. So we're getting like juxtaposition with that. And as he's, you know, killing off one by one, all of these demons, it just gets more and more violent. He gets more and more angry, even though his tone never changes until we're finally left with one. And this one is like, it was a dream come true. I'm going to be killed by you. I got to watch other people die. I love watching people in agony, which I just thought was him just being super manipulative. Like I thought he was just doing whatever he needed to do to survive. Well, yeah, it was, is very weird. So, they, the 12 Kizuki recognize that like one of the Kizuki and they, obviously they don't know each other's names because they didn't call him Rui. They just say, oh, one of the Kizuki is not here. Well, it's like lower three, lower five. So they there is a physically 11 of the 12 Kizuki left um, and they he moves on, marks them one by one, pretty much just kills them. Um, and at the time, it's it's very funny because like Mrs. Deji said, Muzan is presented like kills them all and then gives the one last soul survivor a mission to go kill a Hashira in Tanjiro and gives this last survivor who was number six. So they were lower one. So they were, they're number, they were number six, s- number seven. 
Did. No, never said. Yes, sorry. I'm, I can't math. I can't math. Um, so this was the... He was lower one, but that's lower the... Lower one, which the, is the highest of, of the, the last. Low, yeah, lower of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. bottom seven. He gives him whatever. more blood. Yeah, and he pretty much says, like, hey, this is your task. If you survive my blood, like, good on you. You go to and complete this task, and I'll give you more blood. But it was, like Mrs. Veggie said, we had the Demon Slayer core master pretty much, hey... Tandro, you need to go kill a 12 Kizuki. So he's Tandro. That is Tandro's task at the beginning. And then he's instructed with a different task now. Uh, and then we're presented with Muzan, who pretty much says like, hey, you need to go kill a Hashira in Tanjiro. And so we're giving the two like good versus evil, mm-hmm. even though they're on the same mission to fight each other right now. I, lo- it is. I loved this. I could have hung out, even though Muzan was killing everybody, I could have hung out with this Muzan scene a little bit longer. I wanted to know more. I was enthralled by this. It looked beautiful. I loved every second of it. I I hope we get more of this as we move forward. So after that, I didn't, there's nothing really truly to me that's valuable to this episode other than what we were, because that was a lot of information that answered a lot of questions right there. Uh, the only things that I really have written down or is pretty much when Shinobu is talking to the master uh, saying like the reason why she recommended Tanjiro to do all this stuff was just due to the fact that he has a pure soul uh, and they have a conversation back to back and forth of like the master believes this is Tanjiro's destiny like mm-hmm. he Nezuko uh, happening to him him meeting Muzan like this is his destiny so this is why they chose Tanjiro to go into the train for the next mission yes. kind of thing um, uh, and it shows that the master and Shinobu have a different bond or a different relationship than maybe some of the other Hashira, because I don't think necessarily that the master would be having this conversation with anybody else. Even like Tamioka, he didn't, it doesn't sound like he's having this conversation. So you see, you perceive it that way. I perceive it like they're all equals like to the master, but I think as a character development kind of issue thing that Shinobu is like the one that is presented like ideally Tamioka we were presented as like a shy guy kind of in a way that uh, no one likes according no to one, Shinobu. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Shinobu is like the person that's like the outspoken person of the, the gang. And like, she has so much character, like relations slash building in all the, the episodes. Like we know more about Shinobu than we do Tamioka and like Tamioka was there at the beginning. Yes. So like, I think it's just how the story is written is why they had this conversation with Shinobu. Yeah. Um, but we're pretty much, they're all sitting on their mission. Well, we're getting the Tanjiro goodbye to everybody. Yeah, so he's saying bye to everybody. He says bye to Ayo, who... He pretty much is like, hey, thank you. Like, he he literally has gratitude towards everything. Yeah. So he says, thank you so much for healing me. Like, if I get hurt again, I hope it's you that takes care of me. And she was like, I only survived the final election because I'm a coward. I only by luck. Well, and she's like super ashamed of herself. Well, she was... she seceded in the final selection but then she said i'm a coward because i can't go in the battle so that's why she's doing what she's yeah. doing kind of thing which hey everyone and everyone has their role in the world yeah, of, and tendro like, reassures her that like hey that's that doesn't matter like you what you're doing here is just as important he really reassure, reassures her which i appreciated he then is walking down the hallway and runs into the big guy that grabs the when he wants the sword. Well, he's not a big at the time, but he he wants a sword right away. He grabs like one of the girls 
twin sister. He grabs her by the hair. Grabs her by the hair. And that's when Tandra like steps in. So he remembers that. And Tandra is just like, hey, it's great to see you. I haven't well, seen you in such a long time. Homeboy has bulked up. He must be on some type of regimen. Right. Yup, he has bulked up. I mean, I wonder if there's roids in the Demon Slayer universe. Uh, I would assume <laughs> I so. It. There's no reason because not only did he just get mass, he also got taller. It's it's some ancient Japanese like goat. It's a Demon Slayer breathing technique that goat, makes you taller. Goat hair that makes you grow. <laughs> um, um, but then he he pretty much Tanjiro runs into Kaneko, uh, and is like very. They have a cool like series of chats between each other. Well, she flips the coin. Yeah, she flips the coin and, and lands on tails and, and good luck. And says bye and good luck. And he he's having a conversation with her and she just repeats goodbye. Goodbye. Like, well, he's like, "What's up with the coin?" Goodbye. What do you do? And goodbye. then she decides to explain like she explains Like I can't make decisions. Yeah. Like nothing matters to me. And Tanjiro is like, "Well, everything matters. Like the only reason it probably doesn't matter is because your heart is so soft." The heart like, voice. Is the heart so voice. And then he pretty much has a statement that like the heart is what drives you. And like you can go above and beyond based on what your heart. So he s- takes the coin from her. It's like he does ask for permission. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't steal it, but he runs out into the middle of like the field and throws it up in the air. The wind blows it. So you think you're she- like you get the sense like, oh, Tanjiro is going to lose this coin and they're not going to be find it. And then now this kind is going to be very upset, but he catches it. It lands on heads. He's like. Hey, if it lands on heads, you follow your heart. They see that it lands on heads. And they have this little sweet, like, well, back and, and forth. And she's like, how did it land on heads? I did didn't he cheat? See- I, I, yeah. I don't think he which, cheated. Which, if you guys ever are involved in the coin toss, if you can see what the coin is facing up when you go to flip the coin, the majority of the time, it's going to land that way. I And I this is coming from someone who had to do a massive amount of coin tosses in her sports career you're you have a higher success of being correct on your guess if you can see what the coin is facing up so i always since we're going off this little tangent i always thought it was like if you cut a quarter if you because if it's always a quarter like american quarter if you cut a quarter fizzly in half the like tail sides is like 0.01 grams heavier than what the head side of a quarter is so that's why it's always majority tails actually lands a I lot don't, more than I don't it. know the actual science behind it but I do know like and this is coming from my experience but this is also coming from like I've done this informal research watching other people do coin tosses the majority of the time whatever you can see is what it's going to land on that is completely not like I can't cite research that proves this but I'm telling you guys, if you do coin tosses and you start calling it based on what you can see, you're going to be more successful. So going back to Demon Slayer, they they pretty much had their scene together. Then uh, Tanjiro has a scene with Tamioka where he runs up to Tamioka and it's like, hey, thank you. And Tamioka's like, you're going on the mission. He's like, yeah. He's like, but thank you so much for like believing in Nezuko. Like I'm surprised that you would put your life online when you didn't really know what was going on. And Tanjiro was very, again, grateful for this. And Tamioka just says, the way you can repay me or the, just do your mission, be successful, kill demons, do what your job is. And while all of this is happening, um, the three little girls that help out are also saying goodbye to Tanjiro and Zenitsu and Inosuke. And I, I really appreciated this. They asked Zenitsu to learn respect of women learn to give respect to women and he's like yes and then of course he 
is like, I don't have to leave if it breaks your heart. And they're like, no, it's not breaking our hearts. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> um, then they, they, after this, they pretty much all go to the train station. They have no idea what a train is other than Zenitsu. Which I was like, oh yeah, because uh, Inosuke grew up on a mountain. I probably by himself. And then... Well, Tanjiro and Tanjiro walked everywhere. Yeah, and well, or had a cart. They never. He lit. They're both country boys. Well, yeah, he. Lit, well, remember, he carried his coal in his backpack. To the well, yeah, thing, but so. we see in the the normal credit scenes that there's a cart, but they're country boys, and Zenitsu's not a country boy, and we also learn that the police and the government don't recognize the Demon Slayer Corps as an organization. Yeah. So. Which I thought I was like, holy cow. Never realized this. Well, I wonder. I wonder if it's the only thing I could think of is I wonder if it's like the government tries to deny demons as in to like keep peace Probably. amongst the people. As in, like if you say, "Oh, there's some like outside demon group that's killing humans," like that makes everyone freak out. Where they, if they just deny it, then it's like, okay, then. And also, there's probably like a weird power thing as well. I'm sure Muzan has blackmail on politicians, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I'm sure there's a power thing. You're going that. a little too deep in that one. I'm just saying. So they, they're pretty much all board the train. Well, they they run from the police. Zenitsu's freaking out. And then the train leaves. And so they basically train hop and jump on the yeah, train so they, as it's going back. They're aboard the train. Um, and then, which we know leads into the movie because, again, spoilers. Um, <laughs> but that being said... They all three of them are on the back of the train. They have this like they start the theme song a little bit early uh, before like the show is actually over. Uh, And it's pretty much just showing them like going on their next adventure. Right. But Zenitsu asks, is it safe to have brought Nezuko on this? And Tanjiro has this voiceover and we see he says they're never going to be separated again. And you see what we've seen all season long with him and Nezuko. We saw the start of it when he's trying to save her. And she changes into a demon. And then as she, as they do the fire breathing demon art combo against Rui, it's a very sweet kind of like flashback voiceover. And then we do get the the full like end, ending of the show. We see the train. Yeah. So the train's driving away. We see they have Rengoku like, sitting yeah, they on have the train. The, the three guys. So Nosuke, Zenitsu, and Tanjiro just like staring off into the distance, having like their peaceful moment of like, man, we're moving on in life kind of thing. They have uh, Rengoku inside the train sitting down yes. because we know that he's in the movie also. Um, and then the one question we presented with the lower. The lower one. The lower one. So we're just, we're, for easiest, we're just going the seventh of the 12 keys of key, even though I don't know if that changes to the seven of well, the seven, 12, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, but the lower one is physically on top of the train and he doesn't look like he's changed at all. So the demon that we were introduced into episode 25, that was like slaughtering people on a train is not the same demon unless he can like, transform. I don't think it's the same demon, but I'm thinking this demon was a trap, but is there so what I want to know is one, does this train have two demons on it, or is there physically two trains with one demon that's said normal demon and then one demon that's part of the twelve Kizuki? It'd be fun to find out. And of course that's what we get the movie for. Yeah. So we're we left with lots of questions, yeah, guys. Let's not talk about too much about the movie, but let's I go. I also have a I have another question. Okay. We didn't see Tundro get his sword. Well, he has a sword. He has it, but we didn't see the color That's, change. So well, is it still black? They're, they're saving that for the movie part of it. Ideally, Are you saying that or is this because you know a spoiler? No, no, I don't know a spoiler. But they're they physically saved. It, it makes sense. Like, 
ideally think about a person like yourself that might say like say if you were watching this by yourself or and you had the question i want to know what tondro's sword color is ideally how you're going to find out you physically have to go to the movies yeah but if he's already touched the handle to find out it'll change okay so i guess we're just not going to see it actually change which is something i really like i like that you might no you don't know that's what i'm saying they they're making you go to the movies to physically experience this like they didn't give it to you in the free version on netflix they're giving it to you in the paid version of a movie it all makes sense but let's not get about the movie uh the only thing I want to do is just pretty much wrap it up as a whole series. So, or season one. Yeah, we're, we have finished Demon Slayer season one, guys. So, veggie. Well, my, my thing is, I always, I take everything so serious and literal that, one, I've never watched any anime. I don't have anything to base this on. So what I say can very well change in the future. Like I could say this is great and then watch something else that blows this out of the water. And then this be like a terrible season. But how did, how did you like the storytelling? Everything. This Demon Slayer is great. The whole season is great as a combination. Every there's ups and downs. Of course, there was some like episodes that I don't think were needed, but a lot of it was amazing. Like Fizzly, I would take the time to sit down and watch this again. So I would, I, I would even invest money. Like I would physically like go to the store and this is how I'm going to rate this since we haven't seen anything. I would go to the store and buy this for $20 on Blu-ray to watch whatever it is, $25 to watch the whole season over again. I would pay to watch this season. Um, it's very good. It's very, it's a great introduction to anime kind of thing. I also don't know if it's so good that we watch something else that's terrible that like it turns us off from anime as in like maybe this is just the one thing that was above and beyond. Now, based on Twitch chat, we know that's not true because there's a thousand recommendations on the anime and stuff like the that. The list keeps growing. So overall, yes. Demon Slayer season one was great. Hands down, we'll watch it again. Hands down, we'll recommend it to anybody that's never watched anime. I would also recommend it to people that have watched anime, just haven't watched Demon Slayer. Um, now I'm really interested to watch something else to compare the two because that's how, ideally how we as humans work. We always compare something like we just did Falcon and Winter Soldier. We compared it to the Wadden Division. That's just how it is. Uh, but overall, great series. Love the artwork. I love the characters. Uh, definitely Tanjiro and Nezuko are still like my top two favorite. Uh, but I do love the like. Tamioka, I do love Itsunitsu, I do love Inosuke, and Shinobu is kind of coming around on the list. Um, I also like Muzan, like even though he's the evil guy, I do like Muzan as a character. Uh, he definitely has an interesting twist and stuff on that. So, Mrs. Veggie, your takes? I really like the storytelling. Um, what I am most surprised by, and you guys have heard me say this over and over again, again throughout the show is that language is so important and specific to this storytelling and i really like that i like the intentionality behind the language also there are great messages in certain episodes whether it's you know hard work is the sum of daily effort it could be finding your breath and doing breath work it's about family there are so many good messages in here that I'm surprised by because it's an anime and I always kind of interpreted animes to be kind of like cartoons where 
it can just be kind of silly or dumb. And yeah, I hate like that. You're just there yeah. to have a good time. Like it was just entertainment value. And this has super high entertainment value, but also it has really good messages. And I know part of that is because we did a podcast on this and I had to kind of think more, but I really liked the the messages that are in specific episodes and then the overall messages throughout the season. I also really liked the art. I didn't think I was going to like the art as much, but I love the combination of using CGI with drawing. And some of those scenes are just beautiful. Um, I'm thinking particularly with the water during the fight with the spider dad. I'm thinking of the obviously episode 19 fight. I thought that was beautiful with the fire and Nezuko, like the fire dragon. I loved, I loved that entire episode drawing wise. Um, I do hope when we move on to other animes that it looks as beautiful as this. And I, I might get disappointed. <laughs> yeah, overall 10 out of like, I'm going to just give this a 10 out of 10. Cause this is the first thing we've ever seen. And this sets the bar bar very, oh, very high. So also, I forgot to mention the music, the soundtrack. Oh, the change. A wonderful. It is so good. And the way they incorporate the piano bit from the beginning of the first episode into like episode 19 episode. Well, episode, episode 19, the song changes completely. Well, yeah, but like, you get that piano bit, you get a little bit of the melody and then it, it morphs into whatever episode 19 song is, but you get the melody again here in this last episode, guys, at the so, music. So we're going to do something fun again. Uh, we released our email for the, the podcast to see pretty much what Marvel stuff people want us to talk about. Now we know what stuff anime stuff people want us to talk about, but we want to see who takes the time actually to email us. Uh, so again, the email is the veggies co as in company at gmail.com. Please take the time, recommend all you want. We're, we're here to listen to it. Spell uh, out the email, please. T H E V E G G Y S C O at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, so be sure to send us an email of stuff that you would like to request. Uh, overall, Demon Slayer, highly recommend it. One, I can't wait to see the movie because this pretty much makes you want to watch more episodes. And we know the movie is a direct link between season one and season two. I highly believe from what I heard is you can't watch season two without watching the movie. Or, I mean, you could, but you miss a lot of like the movie's two hours long. So you you miss a bulk. So what our plan is, is to physically leave in about an hour. We have the movie at 11 o'clock. We're going to physically watch the movie and we're going to do a Spoiler free podcast. It's going to be movie. like a reaction podcast. But we're going to we, re- avoid spoilers, but you're going to get our reactions to the movie. And it's funny because you're going to hear this now, but we've already released the movie podcast. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, guys, you guys know what I'm here for. I'm here for the slaying. And we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. Please give us a like, subscribe on any of the podcast platforms, including Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Please also share this podcast and share the word of the veggies. We're making great things happen. You can also check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash veggie banger and at twitch.tv slash Mrs. Veggie.